Great Scott Show on Sports Radio ESPN 1420. Scott Show sponsored by Suit Up. Happy to have you with me this morning and happy to be joined right now at this time by Louisiana Ragin' Cajun softball coach Jerry Glasgow, the Sunbelt Conference champion. Ragin' Cajuns now preparing to uh, leave for Troy um, and uh, get ready for the conference tournament. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? Good, Scott. How are you? I'm doing well, man. I'm I'm doing well. And um I know this time of year is a year that is exciting for you guys and all the work you kind of put in beforehand, you, you got this week and then um, you know, at 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 the program you coached the week after and you guys are always striving for, for one or two weeks more after that. So um I know senior day was was disappointing in that you weren't able to get the um you know, get the win on senior day. But before I talk to you about the actual softball on the diamond, I just want to, if you don't mind, Jerry, just open up and ask you to reflect on, on what the senior classes has meant to the team and meant to you personally. Oh, you know, it's an enormous senior class, an enormously talented senior class. And, and that's what you get into on senior day. You know, I always say there's two times you don't know what's going to happen. An opening weekend. You just never know what a team will do. And then on senior day, that's a high-risk day because you're playing in a high emotional state that you don't know how the girls are going to respond. And you've got your lineup, you know, you 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 wiggle your lineup around and there's always changes and you're planning on this and planning on that. And, you know, we were planning on letting Dalton pitch to one batter and, Summer was going to go to shortstop for one batter. Well, then you get behind and you can't even recover. You know, you're just not mentally in a great position to play. And so um, all that stuff plays into the factor. But as far as the town of this class, when you look at, you know, you, I sat there looking at the picture they took where they were all standing with their uniform and, and framed. And I thought, man, that's the most talented senior class, you know, probably ever had. And, and maybe ever will have while I'm coaching. Um, it was just a, and they're not only that, they're really good kids, like they're really fun kids to coach. They've been, um, some of them have been in a program for a long time. Others have just chose to be here for this one year, their last year. So very diversified class, which is always interesting and fun. But, uh, you know, when you look at what they've got in that class, catching and pitching and middle infielders and just a bunch of really special athletes. Jerry Glasgow, our guest. Um, you mentioned, I guess, the senior day, some of the things you want to do. 
is it is it more difficult because of the extra distractions surrounding it? And may, perhaps this year it's almost doubly so because you had the crowd being back at Lampson and the tailgating and some of the things, you know, really have been missing for the last year plus. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously the result wasn't what we expected or wanted. And it kind of started on Saturday. You know, we we didn't play well Saturday, but they came back and won. And, you know, I, I, it's just really hard to figure out that whole, you know, what, how you lose games like that or always for a coach. You Like you go home and you play it over in your mind, you know, hundreds and hundreds of times. And you think about every detail and, and, you know, it, it just, it's hard. A, a loss like that is a really tough one when you know you've got enormously talented ball club and you just didn't play well. And that's what you tell your kids every game. You know, it doesn't matter who the best team is. It's who's going to play the best that day. And we just did not play well. And I, I do I think senior day had something to do with it? Absolutely. Do I think... What percentage of it had to do with it? I don't know. I do know it had something to do with it because, you know, it's obvious. But whether that could have happened on any other weekend, maybe, I don't know. And and I'll say this, like, I think that you can use that loss in a very positive way. Uh, it's a great reminder going into postseason how important it is to be ready to play every single day. It's a great reminder how important every single pitch is early in the game or late in the game or middle of the game. It doesn't matter. Every single pitch is really important. And then every single at bat for every hitter, you know, we just, we had hitters just give at bats away all day long because we weren't focused and we weren't mentally sharp at the plate. And, you know, then we come down to the last two outs of the game and we hit the ball extremely well. And probably both balls would have left the ballpark if the wind hadn't been blowing straight in. But at least those two at-bats there, we had great focus. But if you go back to the 10 or 11 at-bats, right before those, you know, we had very unfocused at-bats. So it's a good reminder uh, how important it is to be mentally ready, mentally prepared to play the game and at, at every aspect of the game. If you're on defense, you know, you just you have to be expecting the ball on every pitch. So that's a great thing that we can use going into postseason and a and a, a loss fresh in your mind to help you remember how important it is 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 never a bad thing. Coach Jerry Glasgow, our guest, ESPN fourteen twenty. I know um the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the the setup for the final game of the regular season. Friday's game, Juice Mills, the Grand Slam was a game changer. Um, and, and rightfully so, and, and gets a lot of focus. I was curious to know, Coach, I know in that game you guys, I think, had five errors, and the next morning, Saturday morning, the infielders came in early to take infield practice. Was that a decision the players made on their own, or was that something you guys said they should do? What went into that? No, I just, just thought we the way we looked, we need to get people on the field and have a reminder and do some fundamental stuff. So I asked the kids to come in. Um, and do, we usually do early hitting. Uh, we, we usually do early hitting. We did early hitting on, on Thursday. We did early hitting on Friday. And so we didn't do early hitting on Saturday. And of course we lose two to one. So maybe we should have did early hitting, but I chose to, instead of doing early hitting, we did early defense just to 
just to let the kids kind of put that in the past and move one step past that performance because those number of errors was atypical of the second half of our season. Sure. That's early in the season. We had tremendous amount of errors. We, we, we had, we just played some horrible defense the first few games of the year and then, or the first half of the year, I guess. But we had moved past that and we're actually feeling the ball really well. And I think, the you know, we put Dalton back in the lineup at shortstop and changed, made some changes. And I thought just get them comfortable with each other and, and give them a few extra ground balls to help put that performance behind. Rage Cajun softball coach Jerry Glasgow here with us. I'm Scott Prather. It's ESPN1420.com, the great Scott show sponsored by Suit Up. Uh, coach Kendra Lamb, um, and it, if my assessment isn't fair, I, I feel I know you'll let me know your perspective. It seems like her last few outings, there's been a slight dip. Um, I know when her changeup is, is there, you know, it's really special stuff, but how do you feel about her last few outings and, and where do you see her going as you head into the tournament and, you know, you're going to be using her and dependent on her in a big way? Yeah, I, you know, I, she's made tremendous improvement, but the problem, we still, you know, after three years, we're basically a one, we're one pitch pitcher unless the changeup's working. And some days when that changeup works and she becomes a two pitch pitcher and it, and it makes all the difference in the world. And and I think that's going to be the focus of the summer and the fall is trying to develop a drop ball. Um, we've got to develop Kendra. Like, she has showed enormous potential. You know, potential to be even an All-American type pitcher if she can develop that second and third pitch. And and I think that's just, uh, you know, it's a, when you, you look at Kendra Lamb, you see just, this enormously talented, uh, strong, imposing pitcher on the mound that brings so much. I mean, the game she threw against some of the, you know, she's thrown some amazing games. The yeah. South Alabama game was phenomenal. Uh, she, she really proven to be a, a, a extremely talented pitcher for our program. And yet we see so much untapped talent. And so I think it's all just part of the growing process. You get this time of year, you know, hitters are a little bit better than they are in May. Hitters are better than they are in March or February. And um, I think that's caught up with her a little bit, just the time of the year. And so they're able to put the ball in play. And then I think they have some flukes. You know, sometimes things just don't go your way on the ball field. And if you look at that, Saturday or Friday night game, Friday evening game, they only hit one ball really hard. Yeah. Uh, that was just, you know, a little bloop over shortstop, a little bloop over second, uh, a pop-up fly that we had the outfield pulled in and it went over their head and landed on a warning track because it was a left-hand slapper. But, I mean, it, it, was, it wasn't hit well. It was just a high pop-up and the wind blew it out a little bit. Well... That some of those things she can't control, um, but then there's other things like the location, eliminating walks, cutting down on, you know, cutting down on missed pitches that miss the location she's aiming at. Those are all things that you know she can improve on, and she will because she's a phenomenal young lady. Like she's the kid that goes to class and does everything academically. She's the kid that works as hard as you want her to work. 
she'll she'll push herself. Um, she she enjoys she's learned to enjoy the weight room and she's gotten physically stronger, and and she's going to do everything that you ask her to do. So we're just to me same same as always on Kendra. We're just really blessed and lucky to have her. Uh, I think she's going to be an enormous part of our program in the next two years because I think I just expect her to continue to get better and better. What is the um, approach this week with the conference tournament from a pitching standpoint? Does it does it change at all in tournament play, or is it still summer Kandra, summer Kandra? What's what's the mindset? Uh, we're, we're, my my thought going in is going to be Kandra, uh, summer or summer Kandra. We'll we'll keep starting them every other game. That's my thought going in. It's what I'd like to do, mm-hmm. um, and I'd like to. You know, I hope to get a few innings. You know, if we could get five or six innings out of this week, you know, you're playing 28 innings if you win it and and go undefeated, you, you're going to play 28 innings. I'd like to see us get four to five innings out of our bullpen besides those two. Now, do we are we able to do that? It all, probably all depends on how well we hit the ball. But, uh, yeah, you definitely just this week in the conference tournament, you still want to, you know, you want to get them a lot of work because you want them to be ready for the regional the next week. At the same time, you got some other pitchers there that you'd like to get involved as well. How do you feel about your team offensively heading into the tournament, Coach? Uh, I was feeling really good about it till Sunday, and I, I think it, it'd be foolish on my part to, to overthink Sunday. Um, but I, I feel really good about it. I mean, you got the Pisco's kid really hitting the ball hard now. And coming around offensively, uh, you would expect Dalton. She had a, you know, she had her first weekend back this weekend, and I knew that it would take a little bit of time to get her timing. But you would think that by the end of the conference tournament, she'll be hitting the ball well um, because we know, you know, we know she is a talented hitter and a very good hitter. So I feel good about uh, us offensively. Uh, we've cut her strikeouts weight like. Carly Heath made tremendous improvement this year. She doesn't strike out much anymore. Um, starting to hit the ball with a lot of power consistently. And and then uh, Bailey Curry's hitting the ball well right now. And then your 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 top of your order. Sierra Bryant's been amazing throughout the whole season. <clears throat> Alderic's been amazing the second half of the season. And then Jade Gutierrez is uh Jade really came on and, and given us a big lift. And then you've got your you know, your proven players with, with Julie Rawls and Kendall Tapley's had a great year. So I feel, feel really good about it. It's a matter of do we peak at the right time and do the kids all get hot at the right time and can they hang into the postseason long enough to get hot? You know, that's part of postseason and making that postseason run is just being able to survive long enough to where you get really comfortable in the postseason. So those are all things that we'll see. In terms of the conference tournament, a 10 a.m. start time Wednesday against either ULM or Coastal Carolina, and if you continue to win like you hope, 10 a.m. perhaps Thursday and Friday as well, um, how, how much do you alter, if at all, the schedule leading up to a game with an early start time like that? I know you have some early start times on Sundays at times, uh, but a weekday early start time, do you like it? Do you have a preference in terms of when you want, ideally, a softball game to start? Yeah, you'd prefer to start at six o'clock at night, just like you played all year. And that's another one of the little, 
differences or nuances of the Sun Belt compared to the SEC. You know, when I was in the SEC, the number one team always picked the time of day that they played or the conference picked. So, like, the, the conference always wants their number one team to play at prime time because they want that team to be on TV for prime time game, and then they want the SEC wants their number one team to be there. They want their number one team to have success because they wanted to get that number one seed in the um, NCAA tournament. And here in the Sun Belt, they want the number one team to get beat so that they get two teams in the program into the they – they want, they want an upset so they can be a two-bid league. And so it's kind of interesting. Um, and I guess if I wasn't the number one team, I'd want that too. Or if I wasn't the number one seed, I'd want that. But as the coach of the number one seed, sure, I, you know, I don't really like the idea that uh, you win the conference tournament, so they give you a 10 a.m. start on Wednesday, a 10 a.m. start on Thursday, and a 10 a.m. start on Friday. I get why they do that. They did it because they don't care if you win or lose. They they don't they don't try to help you. Our kids, they've not got out of bed at eight o'clock and played that 10 o'clock game all year. I don't think we did that in February. So I'm not happy about that. And, and you know, I shouldn't be. Uh, but it's, it's going to be a... I, can a, I... If it, yeah. Have you, have you, have you and, asked, uh, Commissioner Gill, have you asked the Sunbelt at all about it? Or, I mean, is this... Have they told you that? Or, you know, in terms of this is our reasoning? Well, or is it just easy reason. to see the writing on the wall? No, I haven't asked anybody. It's easy to see. I mean, we talk about it. Why do we have a double elimination tournament right. and then the last game is single elimination? Yeah. Well, that's because there's only one reason you would ever do that, and that's so it increases the chances of an upset. The, the If you have a double elimination, a true double elimination all the way out, the odds increase that the best team will win the tournament. And they and they have told us that. they That's the reason they do that. They want, you know, they want that. Uh, opportunity to get two teams or even three teams. And I, I think the Sun Belt is so good this year. I think it could very easily be a three-bid league. I, I actually thought it could be a four-bid league up until the last week of the regular season and Georgia Southern upset uh, South Isle all three games. And so I think that I think that took any chance away of us having a four-bid year. But I absolutely think that Troy and Texas State are deserving of being in the NCAA tournament. And, uh, and, and South Al, prior to the Georgia Southern Series, where they had beaten Alabama and they had beaten Georgia, I thought they had done everything they needed to be in the NCAA tournament. And I just, I don't know how you overcome that sweep, uh, at that particular point in the season. But, that said, you know, we got four teams with RPI in the top 40. Normally, if you're in the top 45, you're going to be in the NCAA tournament. If you're in the top 45 RPI, you make the 64-team field. So it's been an outstanding year for the Sun Belt, and I think that it's going to be a great tournament. And I don't mind I don't mind the harder path. The harder path will, will create um, toughness in our players toughness in our program that we're going to need when we get to the regional. So I don't mind it. I'm, it's, I, you know, I, I, just, I just think it's interesting as a fan of the game, you know, the differences between the perspectives. ESPN 1420.com. I'm Scott Prather. Jerry Glasgow, our guest, Louisiana, 10 a.m. Wednesday, 945 pregame. You can hear it right here on ESPN 1420, powered by Learfield 
IMG College. Coach, um, I do want to ask you before you go about uh, the coaching staff. I know uh, Mike Roberts wasn't in the dugouts last weekend. What's the what's his status uh, in in what's what's going on there? Uh, I, I, you know, I'm just going to talk about the players and the program. It's not the time to talk about that. And, uh, just not a good time for me to talk about that at all. Okay. And final question. I ask you this each week heading into a series, but in your mind, aside from pitching, what is the number one key to getting out of this conference tournament with, uh, with another trophy, another banner and, uh, being the Sunbelt conference tournament champions? Yeah, I think it's a really important week for us. I think we have to emphasize winning and you'd like to, um, win the tournament championship for sure. Cause if you do that, you know, you're going to be playing well going into the NCAA regional. I think this is a talented enough field in our conference this year that, and, you know, it's very possible that we could lose a game. Obviously, you know, we lost to, to Monroe and, so if you lose to Monroe, you could lose in a college tournament to any given team. And I think that's a great reminder. And, you know, the respect for our conference is really good this year. And I'll say this, winning, you know, winning three games in a row over South Al, Troy, and Texas State, that'll never be easy. And you're going to be on the road. You're going to be staying in a hotel away from home for the longest period of time that you've stayed all year. Um, it's going to be interesting and you'll have S you're going to have some really good umpires this weekend that the strike zone may be a little different than what we've seen all year in the regular season. So there's a lot of reasons I can think of where you could lose a game. And if we do, that'll be, that'll be another, um, thing that we can make us we you know at that point you try to make that loss even help you prepare even better for the regional so i don't think it's a must win i don't think it's a situation where we have to win this week the regional is a must win that that's what a must win is the ncaa regional uh the conference tournament is something you really really would like to win you it's important you want to finish the year with the sunbelt championship you want to send that statement to your opponents you want our kids to earn it. You want our kids to, you know, know that their hard work has paid off and that they deserve to win. I, I absolutely feel like we have the most talented team coming in. Another reason you should win it. Um, but, you know, if it is it important enough that, say, we win extra innings on Saturday, am I going to risk injuring a, a Summer Ellison to win it? No, probably won't. Um I think you got to keep it all in perspective, and it depends on the situation on any given day. But absolutely, would like to win the Sun Belt tournament. Absolutely, think it's important. Absolutely, um, think it's in, it'd be a great thing for our program to accomplish. Uh, is it as important as NCAA regional? Absolutely not. Yeah, I guess being in a situation where you know you're going to be in a regional, but at this point in the season, you're not saying, well, if we win it all, we'll probably have a good chance to host. You kind of know about where you're going to be, not in terms of the site, but in terms of the regional. So while you want to win, it does give you a little bit more coaching freedom in the tournament than perhaps it would in a different year. Yeah, correct. Gotcha. Jerry Glasgow has been our guest, Rage Occasion Head Softball Coach. Jerry, always appreciate the time on Mondays. Uh, safe travels to Troy. 
Good luck, and uh, we'll be listening, and we'll visit with you again on Monday. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Rage Cajun softball coach Jerry Glasgow. Our guest this morning, I'm Scott Prather. It's the Great Scott Show, sponsored by Suit Up.